2: It is June. We made it to the unofficial portion of summer, and joining us today, Mara Carabello of the XORO Group, and a new friend with us, uh, House Majority Leader Mike Schultz. Uh, we were able to wrangle a schedule um, where we could get him in here. Yeah, when Greg finally. was Just off plane. Finally. finally. Yeah. Yes. So well, glad me. to, to be here. here.
1: No, I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Heidi, for inviting me. And next time, just give me a little more notice. Not I know, like he wants two, <laughs> two week's before. notice, and I usually am like
2: <laughs> 10 minutes before. Hey, what are you doing on a Friday afternoon?
0: Like, most
1: people don't have jobs. A little so looser. He,
0: he also told me to only call him Majority Leader, but I said, no,
1: I'm going to call him Mike. Everybody calls me the Minority Leader. in the. In it's
0: true. The, I say that no, a I, lot.
1: I, everybody. I get, it makes Does it mind. offend you? Yes. Really?
2: Interesting. Yeah. I know, sometimes when people are official and have official titles, like when yeah. uh, Auditor Dougal comes in here, <laughs> I feel like I need to formally call him yes. Mr. Dougal or Auditor. Oh. But he wants to just be John, so you can be whatever you like. Oh, I can be
1: just Mike, but just don't call me the minority leader. That's what I'm saying. Rod Arquette thinks it's funny now. It's a big joke to him.
0: Well, Mm -hmm. Well, if you get out of line, we know what to do. A (laughs) sign of things to come. Okay,
2: so I'm going to give you a rundown of what we're going to talk about. It's Pride Month. Uh, If you haven't heard by now, you're living under a rock, but Congressman Chris Stewart is resigning. Uh, We have the big debt ceiling vote. Uh, Senate voted to undo Biden's student loan relief. Um, Amy Fowler from Salt Lake City Council stepped down. And Davis schools are getting rid of the Bible. So just a few things going on this week yet again.
1: <laughs> Typical week in the world yeah. ahead of us. Right? We're going
2: to get to those. But if people don't know who their house majority leader is, who's Mike Schultz? Give us a few highlights of things that we don't know about you. Oh, wow. So yeah.
1: Mike Schultz, I am from Hooper, which is in northern Utah. Hooper, 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 Hooper. Hooper, Hooper. Utah. A lot of people call it Hooper because uh, it's spelled H-O-O-P. But. Because it's spelled Hooper. But talking about books, we it's don't like sell. Pronounced book. Le- book.
2: yeah, yeah. So
1: Everybody, it's Hooper, uh, which is just west of Roy, west of Ogden area. So in northern Utah, I've lived there my whole life. I love it there. I'm very fortunate to, to be from that community. Five generations I've spent in that community. So, uh, so your
2: family's been there a oh, while.
1: Wow. They've been there for a while. Yeah. Okay. It's the best place in Utah. And I if people
2: it. open the legislative guide, it says you're a businessman. Which I think most people are. So like, what kind of businessman are you?
1: I prefer cattle rancher nowadays. Cattle rancher is good. So that's part of business, right? Uh, No, I started out in home building and uh, uh, eventually grew to uh, more real estate. But I don't do a whole lot with the real estate side of things anymore. In fact, very little. Uh, Mostly spend my time on the ranch.
2: Excellent. So, and he even took a shower for us because I did can. not tell him that he didn't have to You're be camera pressed. ready. I You're kind of pressed. thought we to be on camera. He's ready for a real meeting. Ken. Right. Yep. Now so he has anyhow. us. Yeah. I'd he I put his nice up. boots on and we're ready <laughs> to go. I
1: would have showed up in my ranch calls had I not known.
2: And you would have been fine. Mara, maybe not. I still yeah. can't smell from COVID, so I don't care if you shower or not. Mara may have a problem with that. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about uh, this weekend. This is uh, the big Pride Festival going on here in Utah. Uh, the governor put out his yearly declaration or proclamation for Pride Month. And some people noticed online that it was truncated or shorter than it was in years past. Mara, does this matter as long as we're saying happy Pride Month, let's all love
0: God's children? So it doesn't matter in terms of, hey, it's pride and it should be good. But I will join Gerke's article today, which says ah, this pride does feel a little different to me. Uh, one of the things noted in the declaration from Cox is that he left out any reference to the LGBTQ community and he sort of just said, hey, it's it's normally Pride Month and we should all love each other. It was so, so broad. But when you look at what's happened with Target, um, the national targeting of transgender uh, people by the Republican Party, which Mike, don't get all, I mean, like that was purposeful. <laughs> Alec released a slate of agendas and one of them was sort of the dealing in the Republicans mind with trans kids and trans people. And... 500 pieces of legislation nationally have been um, proffered by Republicans this year, sort of with an what would be perceived as an anti-LGBTQ community angle, including nine here in Utah, six of which have been passed. So I feel like this year usually, I've, I had reached the point where I didn't feel like pride was controversial. I felt like you went if you wanted, you didn't if you didn't. But this year it feels a little controversial again.
2: Yeah, it is interesting. And before you get away in, I have to um, let people know who were listening last week. Right when we were uh, doing this podcast, we were recording. And there were some bomb threats called in to about three or four targets here in Utah. And by called in, that's wrong. They were actually emails sent to news stations, and they were not sent to KUTV. My understanding is that they were sent to Fox and KSL. But again, I'm not positive because police didn't tell us specifically. And it was a three-line email that they said had to do with Pride Gear, but they didn't tell us much else. The assumption was that it was more people... Probably on the right that were mad that uh, that gear was in the store. After we saw that same email, presumably we don't know for sure that was released from a couple of other states. It was people actually mad that um, one would assume probably someone to the left that was saying, "Why did you cave to the right and pull this stuff?" So it wasn't exactly what we thought, but uh, people are amped up
1: this year. It is. I actually thought Mara and I was going to agree for just a minute because did yeah, yeah awesome. when you started off and said that. It, doesn't matter the letter this year versus last year. And and then you went on and you kept going on (laughs) with a whole bunch of stuff that I disagreed with because, uh, and then you brought Gherky into it, which I really disagree with. But uh, (laughs) no, I I think really uh, as far as the letter goes, like, if you know Spencer, you know that he cares about everybody. And that's what I think all he was just trying to say as governor. Then Vipak. why change the language? Well, I think he's trying to care about everybody, right? He realizes he's sensitive on both sides. and so It's a de-
0: declaration you, of pride. Like, that's the declaration. That's the subject.
1: It, read that the, the first letter. All it is LGBTQ plus over uh, and over and over and over and over again. It's mushy. It's too mushy. This is more clear. It's concise. It is clear. It's about Pride Month. It yeah, says no, Pride. It says okay. it's Pride Month, and so I just don't think it needs to be that mushy of what it was before. I think he did a good job cleaning it up, honestly. Um, and uh, I, I, I think people. I, I saw some. St- he got a lot of criticism on Twitter, and I, every time I see that, I think people on Twitter just have too damn much time on their hands.
2: Too much being angry. And, sure. and the interesting thing is, is you're damned if you do, damned if you don't, because yeah. if you put LGBTQ at this point, or leave the plus off or IA or there's just so many different iterations of whether which flag you're wearing or which letters you're using that somebody's getting upset so it just seems like one of those years too that there's a lot of stress going on. I actually am always in the parade every year. I have chosen not to be this year because I've got family stuff going on so please don't come throw rocks at me. It also takes a large (laughs) portion of your day if you've ever been in that parade. It literally, by the time you get lined up for hours and then do it's it. It's one of it's the just... largest
0: parades. So uh, Salt Lake City particularly has a really vibrant, large gay community here. One of the and largest in the, in it, the U.S., we're expecting which expecting yeah. about
2: 15,000 people. Yeah.
1: yeah, in Utah. Weird. Yeah. It yeah. weird. It is weird. It is weird. But it is weird that, Mario, you have to feel that way. Like, because you can't make it this year, you feel like you have to explain yourself. Like, that shouldn't be that way. Like, if you can make it, great, make it. If, if you not, can't, yeah. No big deal. But... Same with this, if you're afraid to get criticized but on But that's, you're not suggesting
0: that's unique to the event. It's, I think that's true but for that's all of like, you. I, I mean, sadly, right I think elected officials... Right uh,
2: I do feel like we're sort of at the point where <laughs> it's super political again, which always I makes me question that's. whether I should go and do things too. I remember... Uh, the station I worked at in Orlando, and there was a big discussion of whether we should um, head up the Pride Parade when it was getting voted on. It was when Florida was voting on whether or not gay marriage should be legal, and so that was on the ballot. And the question was, you know, do we participate because it says we're taking sides, or do we go just because we're showing that we love everybody? And I think people are having those discussions again this year where we have all of the trans bills, as you were talking about, where do people perceive it as that you're taking aside by showing up to it or are you just being there being a nice person who loves people
1: well Ed, coming back to the trans bills like in utah like ours was more around do we let girls or guys play women's sports like those oh, you are legit conversations
0: in the courts because they're not sure if it's uh, constitutional mic that yeah. bill yeah, so I've here's heard- my question though but, i i don't know why you're shying away why why republicans so this what republicans have done really well and and from my seat it started in the 80s with the NRA and i think they were enormously successful and continue to be with outlining almost this national agenda, and they do it a state-by-state approach, which is a brilliant strategic move from a political perspective, right? Mm -hmm. But Alec comes out with this slate, and you see near identical bills. In fact, as you recall in your past legislative session, there was a little bit of criticism that there was some cutting and pasting from Florida. Not some adaptation, but some literal cutting and pasting, in which the bill sponsor themselves was like, holy cow, I've got to do better than this. My point is... I think the reason it's political is I would say for the worst, but you might say for the better. The Republican Party or the Republican point of view is very good at rolling out national agendas. And I think one of the national agendas right now that the right is trying to recapture is this notion of traditional family and this notion of where – uh, the queer community
1: fits in. I feel like we're being responsive to what's happened to us in the world right now and in the United States. I don't feel like, I think we have to be this way. And it's really getting into the, our kids, right? That's where we feel like the line needs to be drawn. What's happening to your kids? The bill that came kids? out what's you're talking on? about that was cut and pasted from Florida was for third graders, right? So below third graders and below. And so, like, I mean, that's, and it got phrased as don't say gay bill. And- it has nothing to do with gays. It says sexual, period, anything sexual with kids under three years old or three third grade. Like, that is common sense. Teachers, so, Mike, you know as teachers well as I and principals and that administrators just because politicians should not be talking to our kids about those types of things under third grade it's common sense and it's sad that we have to pass laws like that and then we get we don't because we uniquely there's
0: no evidence of this what there
1: is there is was. political rhetoric there's the
0: ca- no evidence if that, of the this. Case, no, if that was the case then
1: if nobody would care
0: no that was the case if that were the would care case we pass that law a republican not, monolith like utah has it, would pass a law like it that it did
1: not target the lgbtq plus community it said sexual anything mm-hmm. sexual
0: uh, it says about
1: everybody under
2: third grade, kids probably don't need to hear about sex. Here's my fun story that will lighten up the mood. So my daughter, when she was in kindergarten, went to a dance class, and she came home, and she wanted to tell me what she learned, and I was so excited that it was going to be, I don't know what, a plie or whatever it was. Right. No, she learned that when kids go to bed, moms and dads lay naked on each other. And I was like, oh, okay. See? But we, the arts. I just accepted that information, and I don't think she wanted to learn anything past that. She just wanted to bring home the facts she learned, and I was yeah. like, that is a very young age to be thinking about But this. what
0: Heidi didn't do is try to systemically take away ballet from the world. <laughs> she knew that it was just a one-off from little Sally who was, like, having a teachable moment with her peer.
1: That is the difference between today's world and what it was 20 years ago. Because I remember when I had a conversation with my kids 20 years ago, they thought that's what sex was, laying naked together and kissing. They didn't know. But today's world, oh, no, they have to know it third grade, apparently.
2: <laughs> Dance actually didn't last long at our house after that. Our, people that come from my genetics, they have no moves. They have They have no ability to control their limbs. All right, so here we go. Uh, Next up, Congressman Chris Stewart is resigning. Sadly, it sounds like his wife is not doing well, and so he's made this as a family choice. I think a lot of people like to wonder and talk about whether there's something beyond this. Is he in trouble? Does someone have anything on him? My true understanding is that his wife has health problems, and he's trying to be
0: a good family man. Anyone believe differently than that?
1: No, absolutely. No, and I'm a
0: little offended on his behalf. Yeah, Yeah. like that... That's yeah. so, that's so not cool. No, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah it, I mean, he doesn't seem to me to be the person who would
0: just step down in the middle of a term that he'd just run for, so. Here's the other thing I don't think is cool before we start on who's going to run. I, my understanding is that that he has been thinking about this, and clearly his um, office pretty quickly put together a really professional, heartfelt public statement and so he was ready for that so I don't doubt that they were having internal conversations about when and how he wanted to do this but on his behalf I have to say from the cheap political seats I'm hearing that it was leaked to Brian Schott good for Brian Schott for getting the scoop on it but shame on whoever leaked it I mean these are actually people and he was he had the right to announce it on his own and then what's interesting is then as we all do play by play on when the election will be and how will it be and we're all like and now we hear that he might not resign until September, and I've heard some criticism of September, I want to stop and say... Dude was shanghaied here, yeah. didn't get to announce his own yeah. thing, and now we're complaining about him not having an exit strategy. Yeah. And so I think that it was unfortunate that it didn't seem like he got to control when he did it. They did a remarkable job really quickly acknowledging it, and now they're going through the rightful process yeah. of deciding what's the right time for him and his family. And he, he is taking – I appreciate that it looks like he's doing September because – It's a big job and he deserves a minute to sort of emotionally and from a work perspective, he sits on some major committees for us. And to unwind that, he should have a minute. Yeah, there's
2: some major um, loose ends to tie up. And I'm sure this is emotional too, because if I were to look at it from my shoes too, and it were like my husband or my child I was going home for, I'm sure that you would feel like, You got elected and you owed something to the voters, but you also know that you want to be there for your family. So I'm assuming it's a very difficult decision.
1: Well, and and it's not an easy one. It took him a long while while to come to that conclusion. And to your point, Mara, he did. He kept it very close. There was only one person outside of his family that actually knew uh, that he was going to, it, and he had just barely made that decision. And so he didn't even get the time to decide how that was going to unwind. And so, you know, yeah, to your point, good for Brian Schott for finding out and, and breaking the story, but it is unfortunate that it happened to Chris and he didn't have the time mm-hmm. to lay it out because I was I was, my understanding that he was going to actually announce it
0: next week. Right.
1: And so uh, and
2: after and, some
0: of the big votes were out of the yeah. way. And he could tell that next group of friends and family. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are people that mattered to him that read about it on Twitter, and that's just always. I'm like, but again, we're living in a political world, and I live in a political world. But the other thing that seemed unseemly, but now I'll jump into it, is like less than 12 hours later, people were declaring, yeah. and now we have like 18 <laughs> official people. I'm like, holy cow! Too. The
1: politics, the body's not body's even cold. Body's still warm. Yeah, I know. I'm like, cold. And yeah, uh, yeah. And Mara, or sorry, Heidi, to your point. In, He was very influential in Washington, D.C. on a national uh, scale, and and it really is beneficial to Utah. In my opinion, he is the best uh, uh, member of Congress that we have. From our delegation. And we
0: really need to keep a strong relationship with DOD, the Intelligence Community, and the Armed Forces yes. Community. Yeah, and
2: he's been an important role there on the Intelligence Committee, and he served, I think a lot of people like to be like, oh, you're on the right, you're on the left, you suck, and they don't give consideration. But he served 14 years, he flew right. helicopters, right. he flew jets, and I think that when you serve in the military, it gives you a different understanding of um, what kind of funding is needed there, how to take care of families... And so I think that's a big loss for our community here in Utah that serves.
1: Absolutely, that's. the I mean, Hill Air Force Base is still our largest uh, employer in the state of Utah. We have a lot of veterans and a lot of people that have spent time in the military here in Utah. And so that's the great point.
2: And I think that traditionally, you know, the first district is who keeps an eye on Hill Air Force Base. But I think that all of our congressional members that have that ability are important, too. So, Mara, as we talked about, there literally was no time. There was no waiting. There was no grace period. If I'm going to announce, it was like I've got a website up and I'm talking and here we go. So uh, right now, Republicans have at least 13 possible candidates. Four uh, from Democrats, and I think if Brian Schott has his way, he'll get Evan McMullen back in the mix again <laughs> too. Right. He's so, he, right, he's like, yeah. "Come on." Yeah. So, uh,
0: does that surprise you? That seems like a lot to me. So, if I remember right, Chaffetz's open seat had twenty five. It was that many. I think that's right. I think it was in the twenties. Oh, more than I remember. And yeah. that well, and so that's everybody and and the right. puppy, right? So, like, you weigh who and how. One of the things I am struck by again, like. 72 hours in is that we've got some heavy hitters already like it's not just hey i got a buddy who thinks this i'm pulling open i'll give credit to the d news here the desert news published this morning a list i mean it is senator todd weiler who i will say i think like simultaneously announced His, yeah, he was the first one his out. In. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Becky Edwards formally confirmed with She KSL. was super quick, too, yeah. yeah. Uh, we. Sh- I'm going to skip Greg for a minute because I want to, you know, yeah. chide him a little. <laughs> Greg who? No. Greg who? Bruce Huff, um, who I only know through his kids. They're his kids, right, the dancers?
2: Yeah, they are the dancers. And I have um, talked to him a lot during the process of going to the RNC and the DNC. And so he's been very um, involved because I think he was the chair of, uh, was he the chair of the Republican National yeah, Committee? Yeah, and he
0: was the RNC. Committee RNC, yeah. yeah. So
2: anyhow, he's been very involved. I think in not necessarily running for office himself,
0: but over the GOP party here in Utah. Everybody who's elected in Washington County seems to have been in consideration. <laughs> um, the commissioners: there Jordan is, Huff, yep, Brad has, Bonham, who is a businessman, Dan McKay, who's a senator. I mean, the list. Yeah, the party, the newly elected party over. chair. Yeah. They threw in Derek Miller from the chamber, Jason Perry from the U, Sean Reyes at the um, AG, uh, yeah. Carson Jurgensen, who's just leaving, Thomas Wright, who's run for governor, Cheryl Allen, who's been a former rep. Do they of have the Derek GOP. Brown on the list Derek too? Derek Brown, okay. Amy Winder-Newton, Michael Kennedy, who's a senator, Kim Coleman, um, <laughs> and Henry Iring who I don't even think lives in the state. As in B. Eyring?
1: Oh, or his son, I C. Oh, okay.
0: Or D. Or, or E or some. Or it's yeah. a grandson. Gotcha. okay. Um, yeah, yeah so we crazy. have a
2: long list. And then um, on the Democrat side, they have a couple good names out there already. Cale Weston. Who I think... Is it nice to say screwed? I guess it's a podcast. We can say this. <laughs> yeah. I think he got a... Mike Sworley, yeah, so I like I'm <laughs> he, good
1: with that I word. think
2: he, he um, probably feels like he got screwed in he the Senate get, race when yeah. uh, Democrats decided they wouldn't run yeah. a Democrat. Yeah. And then Kathleen Riebe, uh Senate. a Democratic uh, whip right now, is looking at it too. And then apparently there's two more names that we don't know about that are on that list. So Mike... There's a lot of. Do you want to put yourself on this no, list? No, 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 no. I'm yeah. not on the list. Is this but an you announcement? You left somebody off Ooh, announce, that list. You announce. You somebody off. Who did we leave off? Citizen, Greg Hughes. Citizen, Citizen Greg Hughes. Hughes. You guys yeah. may lose a former speaker. Co-host. I know. I was talking to him, yeah. and it was a real pain when he was
0: running for governor. Just I'm trying assuming to... he would just call in from D.C. You know, yeah, right? the, and just weigh oh. in.
2: So yeah, he says he's seriously considering it. At first, I don't think he was, but. Then give him another 12 to 24 hours. So, because
0: he's not here, I'll I'll be nice to him. Um, You know what would be appealing if I were breaking down numbers for Greg Hughes is that in his um, governor's race, if we've heard many a time on this podcast, Greg Hughes won 11 11 counties. And interestingly enough, several of those 11 are in the second CD. And so... Um, and he's maintained his popularity in rural Utah. He's thrown around shilling the red meat whenever he can. And this may be pretty custom for his past track record. Yeah.
1: He, if he gets in, he wins that. And I, I think he's going to get in. Mara knows him well. I know him well. Heidi, you guys know him well. But I, I think he's going to get in. Do you think anyway. he should? I think he should. Absolutely. I think it'd be great for Utah. But more importantly, I think it'd be even better for our nation. He's a great leader. He's He's fair. He's honest with people. Um,
0: I wish we had some background music while you are talking about <laughs> Some nice, soft, some like, gentle music. Like, yeah. The green in is, the back. I mean,
2: I hang oh. out with Greg and Mara every yeah. week, and I always wonder myself, too, you know, I feel like Greg wasn't done running, but I was like, I don't know what he'll run for um, next, you know. I don't think he's going to try to, you know, face off against a sitting governor right now or what's he going to do next, and I think that's why there's so many people looking at this because it's an unexpected open seat where all of a sudden everyone's like, okay, maybe this is my moment.
1: The the house is the perfect place for Greg Hughes. He will will be very successful in that arena.
0: And he did well here. He did. Um, But like talking about timing for a second, what's interesting is because, Heidi, what you said, it was such this huge unexpected moment. I mean, no one saw it coming. So it caught our attention, and we've been doing nothing but talking about it this week. But then it looks like, Stewart may not formally resign until september that's the first triggering of a timeline then you go to a seven days that the governor no. has to a special election now what we're going to lean on here and I is i should note that ma- i called majority um, leader schultz can preempt this process yeah. yeah but you do still need at least six months you need a 90 day no. lead on a primary you need no, a 90 we'll, day lead on a general he'll
1: make his formal announcement i believe and in that formal announcement it'll be lay out a timeline and then we'll have seven days from there and there's no way we're going to let it go on clear till next year if you follow the normal primaries as what's laid out in statute and so but many. you
0: have to give 90 days for a primary and 90 days for a general i should note that i talked no, to no. chris stewart's I, office and they statute. said september's not their date yet so they
2: said i mean it may end up being that and i think it was roll call that was reporting that yes. yesterday and i yeah. think they'd maybe tried to grab a word with him um after a vote on the house floor Liam, with his office, said, that's not the date. You know, we're still trying to figure it out. And I think they're trying to negotiate with the state, too, to make that, sure that yeah. it goes as smoothly as possible. So are those negotiations happening with you or the governor, with the lieutenant governor who's in charge of elections? do? Well, I'm not going to
1: say who's having those conversations. But, the, but he is being very cordial, and the state is working with him because it is important, right? We don't want to leave that seat vacant. Um, and so they're having those conversations. They're deciding, you know, how and as far as timeline, what that looks like so that we can keep that – keep people in that seat. But you think the legislature will
0: call a special election as opposed to just piggybacking on an existing
1: Yeah no well so if you look at when Chaffetz resigned.
0: Yeah but you'll change the rules.
1: Right. But in the rules it says or this or there can be a special session called to to address the
0: doesn't that end every law in Utah or the
1: legislature can preempt? <laughs> I know the but legislature I don't has think we'll, the power of grace going. I don't now. think we'll have to call ourselves into special session. I think we'll be able to work with the governor to find a, a good timeline um, and work with uh, Representative Chris Stewart to find a good timeline that works for everybody, which is good for the citizens of Utah.
2: Is there a chance it'll happen with the November election during the municipal races or is it going to or, have to be a different time?
1: I think it happens sooner.
2: What okay yes. then.
1: Teach teach me. Chaffetz, I think, was like 60 days. Yeah, and remember how that didn't
0: work out so well. So so you need, the parties need time to do a call. Are you going to waive signature gathering? I mean, that's what you'd have to do to expedite the process. And then don't you need to give the good citizens of the great state of Utah time to contemplate on the primary? Because I'm not even going to presume we're <laughs> contemplating on the general. I apologize to my Democratic friends, but I think this is a primary election. This is
1: a safe seat, right? This is a yeah, safe seat for Republicans. So
0: you're thinking you can speed that quicker yes. than four months?
1: Absolutely. Wow. Well, maybe maybe not quicker than four months, but about that timeline. Yeah.
2: Although Democrats on Twitter, I think, Twitter, s- I think um, believe that if they were to get someone in, it seems like they're backing Becky Edwards right now. If you listen to twitter democrats that's where their money's going i don't
1: think that goes very well for becky in a primary but uh you know here here's the thing we'll make sure that there's plenty of time i think it played out really well on in chaffet's uh re-election other than the governor didn't work with the legislature which i think that was problematic but outside of that the timeline worked out and you know john curtis has done a great job
0: oh no john curtis is phenomenal but it's interesting to me that The current timeline is a byproduct of that process. And it sounds like we're going to maybe do some erasing.
1: (laughs) The legislature makes mistakes sometimes. But that's why we can call ourselves into a special session so we can fix those mistakes. Yeah. If you read that law, I mean. Once again, just work
2: more slowly and carefully. You wouldn't have to
1: go back and erase and fix stuff. (laughs) Take some time. That would never make it longer than 45 days. That would be terrible. But, Mm. I mean, you think about it. Uh, If we follow the statute as written. It's March at best case scenario for a general. No, March to, to go off the the primaries. Yeah, that's March. right. But March, but you're saying
0: you're saying you will give us a Christmas present of a new member of Congress, bef- right? I that's think, what I hear. I that's what I hear. The, my my personal saying. opinion
1: is I think it ought to be in the fall. I don't even think we should wait till Christmas. But that's my personal opinion. Well, I just meant it would because be we, done uh, by them. The, 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 we can't afford to lose that representation in Congress. We just no, can't. you
0: cannot, Republicans. Yeah. You the, cannot. The citizens
1: of the state can't.
0: The Republican Party cannot lose that seat in the Probably House. Probably all with of the assessment. above. So it'll be interesting <laughs> to
2: see what happens. Um, wishing the best to Chris Stewart as he's making these you know, tough decisions. And I'm hoping that his wife is well. Because yeah. yeah. that's stressful when things are not going yeah. great. So we'll be keeping a close eye on this. Any of you have any real quick um that you want to share with us of how this is going to get whittled down because we obviously do have a huge pool I, how does everyone decide or does I the party call greg, you up and say I step think, out
1: i think when greg hughes makes an announcement i think you'll see that that field get whittled down he's gonna he, it's his to lose it, he wins that seat i think pretty easily and he's I gonna think be there so flattered those, by your words a lot of that those, those, look, at the, numbers, like look at the numbers look at the name id look at the name id and look at that the I mean, a good portion of that is rural Utah. A good portion of that is Washington County. He does well in all those areas. He does well in in uh, Davis County. And and uh, you know, I just I think I, th- I think. So I think, I think how how good.
0: that prediction of Mike's will manifest is that you'll see some like-minded people choose a like-minded leader. So you'll see Greg or whomever from that pathway trying to consolidate down because. You want a few. I mean, really strong interparty candidates actually don't mind a handful, but from my seat, it's like less than eight gives you a really good chance. Of winning with a minority, if you have twenty five, it's a it's it's all hell broke loose. Yeah. So you'll want to see you'll want to see a field that's sort of five to eight that would be manageable for two or three candidates. I do think that they'll be competitors because you do have some strong, but you have some stacking right now, right? You have some people that you're like they're kind of the same, and and they need to sort that out to be smart about it so it doesn't turn into a fight. But then the other thing we're all going to start watching right now, sadly, is money because Monday. Money is the determiner of communication and communication on short yeah. shotgun elections like Boy. I hear we're going and to have. And if you have. Want
2: signatures, we know that costs money.
0: So so you're, so money is going to matter for something on this quick of a turn so you can keep your name ID up there. So I think in the next little bit, I'll be looking at money and then what kind of deals are being had by those like-minded candidates to come up with one front runner from that sort of thing. I mean, you see, I'm going to use Becky Edwards because I think Becky Edwards has a lane of her own right now. So I don't see Becky getting out. I see her staying in the Greg Hughes lane has two or three people in it. They're going to have to figure out if they want to go in each other. Who else is in his lane? I I think Todd Weiler's a little in that vein for me. I think that Kennedy, you don't think he's more centrist.
1: Yeah. Todd Weiler and Becky, Bruce Huff, they split that. That
0: I don't think Bruce Huff will stay. I don't think, I think, I don't think they're floating their own names. Well, Todd,
1: I mean, they're, Becky and Todd live in the same district like same Senate district right I mean, maybe yeah they matter. might be the only two that, that actually
2: live inside the district if yeah we, we care we about that, that long ago isn't that curious that we
0: don't care if you
1: well I'm, I'm the good.
2: Constitution I, doesn't require it so. right yeah, no, that, I mean, those two will
1: split those two will split the votes um, I think the more moderate member moderate votes and, and to your point there are a lot of Republicans conservative Republicans that will that will split the conservative vote but Greg far I mean everybody knows Greg in the conservative circles so I, it's his to lose. He he wins that race. I think that's how it plays out.
0: Mara's just smiling. Politely. I think I know. I am I am sort of high on his chances. I just you know never say never. <laughs> All right, we're going to see what happens. <laughs> well, um, I was thinking that we would have a whole
2: drawn out weekend of painful votes uh, on the debt ceiling, but they wrapped it up in the Senate last night. Quick. Interestingly enough, there was support from both sides in both the House and also in the Senate. But there were also dissenting viewpoints, I think, across the political spectrum, again, in both the House and the Senate. Mike, did they do the right thing or does it not really matter and it's sort of smoke and mirrors and everyone can say they won something?
1: Well, you know, I hate – I'm really disappointed in the Democrats. I have to say this. And President Biden coming out saying we're not even going to negotiate. The Democrats coming out saying we're not even going to negotiate. Um, you know, we need to do something. We need to cut our deficit spending significantly. I, I saw a poll the other day that said 60-plus percent of Americans think the federal federal government spends too much money. And so while I'm glad they came up with something, I would have liked to see more, honestly. I liked the first bill the House passed um, but you know, hey, I, I'm not being too critical because it's hard. It's hard to to find it to work together in a split Congress. Um, uh, face, let's face it, the Republicans only have a four-vote majority uh, in in the House. Uh, we don't control the Senate, and we don't control the White House. So, I think it's better than nothing. Um, but I am disappointed in the, the the Democrats that they just they wouldn't even really want to negotiate and didn't negotiate a whole lot, in my opinion.
0: So. Now it's not the time to negotiate spending. You know, when you do that, you do that when you're passing your budget. Which and Republicans midnight, have, had, have had as big oh, you're a budget. About that
1: one point seven trillion dollar budget, budget, budget they passed in a lame duck session right the, before the Republicans the got Trump the house budget. Has been same. every bit as bloated. Filled full of pork so from Back Nancy in the Pelosi day, Mike and all the other
0: back in the day, you guys had a track record of being fiscally conservative. Yeah. You left that far behind, like the 90s are calling when you yeah. want to find fiscally conservative. Both parties Which are Which is dollar, to dollar say they both go. stink. Like yeah. everybody's throwing yeah. money at everything. And I really appreciate, I think McCarthy, who I'm sort of here nor there on, I think he had a good moment. Yeah. I think he did negotiate. So you felt I think, like he got a win out of well, this? Well, he's the one that, that sort of, if, if, if Biden threw down this edict that says you got to bring something, I got to give him that he picked it up and said, fine, here it is. The other thing is that Democrats are who... Carried the vote in the House. So I think that gave them room to say, gosh, look at us, we solved the problem. I think McCarthy getting to 149 yeses in the House, yeah. he wanted 150 to have a mandate. So I'm going to like round up and say that now he may still have his conference messing with him, but that's about the far right doing nonsensical things. Um, I'm also going to give a shout out to Romney. I think once again, Romney said, could we have grown ups in the room, please? Um, Lee went to antics, and I get frustrated with Lee's antics because I think he's smarter than that. He but tried it gets to pass attention. an amendment,
2: which Romney actually voted for. I think it was 48 to 51. But it was yeah. theater.
0: All yeah. of this was theater. And I, I'm pleased that ever, both sides have something to tout. I'm pleased that we finally actually compromised anything. But that is having such low expectations that I would be pleased with something like this, that it's sort of sad that my expectations are that low.
2: I do like that they came out to an agreement. But then you look at the bill when you start reading it, and it seems like most of the cuts, I mean, there's nothing meaningful there. It'll be symbolic. And the interesting thing, too, is that we're still throwing pork barrel into there where Manchin, to get his vote, they had to give him a pipeline, which I believe... Probably needs to get done anyways, but... Well, why,
1: there's a lot of pipelines that need yeah. to get done. Why did we not put all the pipelines in? Like, that's frustrating to me that one senator got a pipeline that benefits his community when we're struggling out here in the West. We're struggling out here in the West Oh, you love worse, political leverage. A we may worse than they mansion, are in the but, east but you got to right? give him. He's we leveraging his you can't get transmission lines across federal property. It's a mess yeah. out here, and we're struggling, and they get it in because... A powerful senator and that's that's what people hate about washington and yeah. that's what's wrong with washington yeah. and to your point Mara, on both sides both sides have had have, have, uh, the republicans have lost their fiscal conservatives not to the point that the democrats have but they can no longer in my opinion scream that they're the fiscal conservatives anymore and i'm very disappointed with Mitt romney because he voted for the 1.7 trillion dollar bill and then two months later three months later turns around and says oh let's be grown-ups in the room he's part of the problem he is not part of the problem. He, he has brokered more dollars?
0: deals. It is not hard to stand on the sidelines and throw things at people. It's hard to get in the trenches and come up with an imperfect but you agreement.
1: You can't be part of the problem and then criticize those that that want to help solve the
0: problem. I'm sorry. That's is a politician saying that? I mean that like that's po- that's like the playbook. That's I'm not right a politician. There. That's the
1: playbook. <laughs> that's not what I do. That's frustrating. That's why I Majority get leader Schultz, that. that is the playbook. It's, it shouldn't be, though. That's what's yeah, sad. I and agree. again, that's what makes people mad. I agree. He, he should have never voted. That $1.7 trillion spending bill should never have been passed. In the last minute of the last, uh, uh, the last. Conference. But I'll just say I'll
0: celebrate my low expectations. I am yeah. so glad we did not move into next week because next week has all to yeah. do with the stock market yeah. and like because we would have done it eventually anyway. And if we would have messed around to the point where we were having um, prices fail and where we were having volatility in the market... my four hundred one k needs
2: to be left low. Yeah, so I'm right glad
0: now. they didn't move into that.
2: Yeah, but I mean. Watching over the last couple of days, you know, you could watch that there was there was nervousness. I don't think there was any way that it wasn't going to pass, at least raising the debt ceiling. I think both sides agreed that it needed to be raised, but Republicans were hoping that while they well, had a little bit of a upper hand. Well, a small the last one, couple
1: the last couple of times they haven't cut spending, right? They just increased the, the the debt ceiling. So yeah. in that part that they did actually cut some spending, although it wasn't a very big amount, or um, were permanent. Yeah, or permanent, but. But it did, you know, $1.5 trillion over 10 years. That is a significant amount. And yeah. it's better than nothing. Uh, and so I am grateful for that. And, to, you know, if it would have drung on much longer, it would have hurt our co- economy significantly, which would have put us in a worse uh, situation. But, again, I'm disappointed that the Democrats did not come to the table with something meaningful.
2: Well, We can go all over this again in 2025 since we haven't really raised it. We've only suspended the debt ceiling. We can fight about it again. And I'm sure the next time that we have to deal with the budget, too, it'll be the night before and we'll be like, hmm, I wonder what we should do. When I feel like we could probably do a little homework in advance. And that's to your point, to to you
1: guys' point before, that's the time to get it under control is when we're passing the budget.
2: Yeah. So giddy up, boys and girls in Congress. Let's make some decisions. All right. The Senate actually made some decisions. They voted to undo Biden's student loan relief, which kind of surprised me this past because it vote, uh, passed 52 to 46. So that means that we're Democrats that were supporting this. And it's interesting because it seems to me that it's not generally super well received in both circles. Biden says he's going to obviously get rid of it, cancel it, and veto it, and get it out of there. They're going to wait for the Supreme Court. But does this show President Biden anything, that maybe he's made the wrong decision getting rid of $20,000 of debt for some students, or is he still in the right and he should carry on?
0: So you mentioned this. It's largely irrelevant because of the Supreme Court case. Correct. And the Supreme Court will rule in the next 30 to 40 days. So that's what matters. But Biden has blown this. Like, it's been interesting how the polling on this, everyone about the notion, so we go back 18 months or whatever. The notion of debt forgiveness was like so popular. It affects 40, 50 million people. But the rollout politically by the Biden administration could not be more clumsy, and somehow he's managed to take this enormously popular forgiveness and made people confused about it, make people angry about it. We we talk about the inequity. It's either too of much or not enough. Who paid? Yeah. yeah. So I just that's
1: because he's trying to put lipstick on a pig. It is not a good idea.
0: No, it, it's it actually is a fine idea if he could figure out how to apply it, which he seems to not. So I think with, what, what do this do do last vote shows that is that. the people that either
1: didn't go to college that don't get loan forgiveness, or the one, especially the ones that went to college that repaid their debt? How do you think they feel?
0: So how do you think people feel when big companies are too big to fail and we bail them out all the time? Where we give incentives to big companies, and in the name of the free market, we subsidize more equity producing profit margins. And then you make the uh, argument that we can't actually bail out Americans because we're too busy looking uh, at corporate no, 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 welfare. No, 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 We shouldn't I mean, come out on. corporations either. Come exactly
1: on. to my point. People get frustrated with when we bail out corporations. So the larger Bennett, question, the why Biden... Why did Bennett lose his job? The, because he voted to bail out large corporations. Oh, uh,
0: we won't even start on the Tea Party. But, I'm just saying. But, like, one but of the things that Biden is doing right is to have the conversation about access to higher education and post-secondary certificates. And I know he blew it, I already said he blew it, but that is at the heart of forgiveness, well, what is happened, affordability. What
1: happened to the days when people didn't get student loans, they just actually got a job, went to work, went to school at the same time, so and they didn't those go into good old debt? Days that was just when like 10, 15, 20 years ago when we didn't have to. You are smoking to.
0: dope. We started to subsidize right after World War II, we subsidized in World War One, but Mike, what was the difference? We would only subsidize white men at the time because at the turn of the century there was not access by black and brown or well, women into the system. So a was, lot of people think the government's involvement
2: was, in student loans and has, has gone on for too has long has caused part of the problem yeah. institutions raising their rates it and ha- how much you well, pay and then the credit it's structure. Yeah.
1: It's a fact it has and, and and it is not unsustainable and again we're going to go bail it all out and just worsen the problem.
0: But the but is the
1: Supreme Court's going to save us from that. Congress tried to save us, but Biden's again blew it and is gonna veto it, but in the Supreme Court's gonna to have to save us on that.
0: The bummer is Biden has made this issue more controversial and harder, but I still That's think the it's issue exists. it's on a pig. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't do the old fake bookstrap thing. It's, it's
1: so <laughs> patronizing. I it's say not, it is, it it's is. Not. My, my whole oh, family, my aunts and my uncles, they didn't take out loans. They went and got jobs and my parent, grandparents didn't have the money to pay for their college. They got jobs, they put themselves through college, and it worked. And what? it can still work today. Do you know what go try and hire somebody for less than twenty bucks an hour today? I'm talking a teenager, try and hire them for less than twenty you
2: can't. I know my teenager's making, I think, almost that much as a it, lifeguard getting his And hand. It's screwing
1: <laughs> and it's screwing up our economy. We can't get people to work at fast food joints. We can't hear, servers. We can't
0: get anything. What I hear is Mike Schultz wants to do an entire episode about systemic inequity. We could get
2: back to that. I'd like to go back That's uh, a whole
1: different <laughs> thing.
2: I know I was only making four dollars an hour in college and I always worked two jobs in the summer and at least one or two while I was going to school. And See? I was so desperate that I was modeling for our Art classes in a swimsuit where they draw me nude, which was
0: really not the best thing to do. But like,
2: I just needed money well, so I could Utah buy some the groceries.
0: Place. So, Mike, so, what, what's a living wage right now? When you talk about like uh, the bounty that people are thanks living thanks to in. the dem- so, Democrat
1: inflation, that's a lot higher today. Seven dollars and twenty five cents.
0: How yeah. many jobs do you have to work to make the living wage? To make Who pays basic affordability, it's it, It's it's the minimum wage required in Utah, and you also know about the affordable housing right now. Yes, so. You still talk about everybody's getting paid too much, and these people no, 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 not are people not even able to make basic needs I'm in the great about state what of Utah. Are
1: getting paid today.
0: But in Utah, you know how much we need to pay for rent, which is hard yep. to come by. Larger than average families, which we proselytize about all the time, well, and healthy and food the and way educational you do opportunities. It is what they
1: did back then, and four or five kids would get in a room, and they would all shack up together and that would be their room and that's how they did it so that they could you st- are killing me that's what that, <laughs> i the watched it when i
0: was growing up yeah i watched it happen how old are you i I'm mean come saying, on i'm not
1: that old 47 that's exactly i'm exactly so it wasn't it is, that long you long are ago. not old
0: enough to talk like this not 47 is ago. young and fun in my book now it was until <laughs> yeah. he's like good old days with us here well he's that's like what it feels Mom, like it was
1: back when they didn't hardly get Student loans. I'm not saying there wasn't any student loans back then, but it wasn't the thing. Now, all kids do is get student loans, and they party the rest of the time. That's right. All of those darn job.
0: kids, and they listen to the rock and roll music.
2: There are kids <laughs> that use their money wisely, but there are some kids that never graduate, and I hear about how much debt they have, and they used it to go on vacation to buy cars. Right. It. And I'm like... You did not plan your life very well. And then they got
1: to pay it off, but Biden wants to give it to him for free.
2: It's crazy. Uh, Hey, here locally real quick before we wrap up, uh, we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, but Amy Fowler, who sits on the Salt Lake City Council, has decided to resign. She is a defense attorney. She also was um, charged with DUI. I think she was more than double the legal limit at about 11 in the morning, uh, probably not great and probably not a great place to lead from. Was this the right decision or could she have continued on leading and then
0: just gone through the political process? Public service is really hard and the scrutiny is really hard. And I think the circumstances that she was in, say to a stranger to her, so I'm not judging her, but say it's probably smart for her to take a little time and uh, spend some time on her life without the public eye.
1: I think if it would have just been the DUI, it probably she probably could have overcome it. But when you have a hit and run with the DUI, that's where you know that's where I think she got into trouble. Not that it matters,
0: but she didn't hit a
1: person; she hit a thing. I'm not it minimizing
0: was, it. I'm just saying, like, right? It's yeah, like no, it was, there a was a
1: body on the freeway. <laughs> <laughs> right, but it, you still hit something and left. Yeah, the yeah. No, accident. I, I wasn't like, applauding it. I but just... I mean, there's a lot of people that have got DUIs, even in public service. They've come back. I. I think it's even possible in Utah, honestly, if you handle it the right way, especially in Salt Lake City, for heaven's sakes. For heaven's possible. sakes. Right? The
0: hellions that we are. If you the take godless people that we are.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no self-responsibility there. No, Nobody holds no, because we got a bunch of Salt student Salt
0: loans Salt and we're sitting around smoking pot.
1: <laughs> I'm well, glad you said it, not me. <laughs> Mara's so, got
0: her whole weekend planned
1: out I already, also, it before, like. we,
0: yeah, <laughs> before we go... Uh, the Bible is not oh, available. Oh, yes, we can't forget we can't that. We can the Bible. County. Come on, we threw out the Bible. Oh, wait, night. It's, it's available in, is in high school, but it's
2: not available in junior high and elementary school. Because For it the is record, violent. I don't it know anyone deviant. who's ever gone to the library and been like, can I check out the Bible? How
1: sad is it that it happened in Davis County and not Salt Lake City? School district. I, if if it happens anywhere, you think it's Salt Lake City school district. Why not Davis County? Davis County should still be normal, even though they. So here's what's interesting: is plan, you're
0: but. resisting a, a a jury of peers, looked at the criteria it's that was placed. It's the Bible. That was placed by the conservatives, and they said, You're right. When you read this, they talk about sexuality, deviance, they talk about all manner of ill and sin, and it met the criteria of of not. Yeah, there's gross stuff going on in the Bible. So if you guys, which you want to continue to legislate all things children, then this is a byproduct of it. I thought this was.
1: It is the Bible, and. And what?
0: And what, Mike? (laughs) What?
1: To it even was compare the Bible. the Bible to some of the things to that some an of the award winning been...
0: Toni Morrison thing about slavery, yeah, that's right. That one was much more uh, harmful. Not, I don't, I don't the
2: amount know of what the good w-
1: books
0: we've picked out. I'm not even listening. I'm, I'm,
2: you're, you're arguing. I'm, I am.
1: You're there a are some
2: interesting it. books that I've seen <laughs> that people have read at some of our local. Um, I'm not one to ban books, but I also question who's well, buying the books and well, bringing them into schools because I've had, heard some parents reading books where. I felt sweaty, uncomfortable, and Look, like gross hearing it. Let alone knowing that my kids might be reading that. I'm like, what? Like the, hell? the Bible? Listen,
1: no, not like <laughs> the Bible. Here's the thing: we're not banning books, and that it oh, me Oh, I'm sorry. Crazy. What do you
0: mean we're not we're banning books? We're removing them from
1: schools and not allowing them the to, the to be
0: read. I'm sorry. What oh, is your to, definition if, if, of banning? If it's
1: really that important, they go to the public library and get it. But because you're, it's you're still banning in the them from schools. World, you can still bring your own Bible, probably. Right? you read some of these,
0: BYOB. Sure, bring your own Bible.
1: If you've read some of these examples of the books that have been in schools, like even in elementary schools, <laughs> the Bible. Like the Bible. We're banning the
0: Bible. Yes, it's we're banning, a sign of where we're we're at
1: banning books we that banning don't fit the, the moral Only the
2: James yeah. Version of the Bible. Maybe there's some it's other versions good. there.
0: there are. are. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 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 So.
1: That's, that's the state of affairs of Davis County. Right? It is a world, world we live County in. Davis School District. I, I
0: mean, to. Davis County School District that has known problems with racism. My point is this happens in Utah and we're banning. And it's so un-American that you want to restrict people's rights. I just, it's so un-American.
1: We're not banning books. We're removing them from schools because they're too, they, they're literally, like, it is. and people make fun of some of my colleagues because they call it porn. It is. some of Like these, the Bible. There is no graphic pictures of porn in the Bible. I'm sorry. There's more I wars seen, and rumors of wars. There. I have seen that. So you, it it needs to be a picture book for you. <laughs> uh, that's what that's what we're talking or about. Or so no. descriptive with the
0: words that you don't need no, pictures. No, we're you can not. Imagine it. Kite Runner has no pictures, but it has a horrible, highly contextualized, highly important Very, graphic scene of rape. It's a book with writing in it too. That was on the know Republican band list. Well,
1: it probably had some very graphic details like that didn't need Bible. to be shared with a third grader.
2: Like the Bible. I wish that, this is something I've wished <laughs> since my kids were in elementary school, that you know what reading level your kids are on, you get a score for that. Yeah. I wish books had, you know how there's IMBD for parents so you could go through and just read all the naughty parts of a movie oh, real yeah, quick. that'd be nice. With books, it might be nice because my kids, I'm never going to sit down and read every book they did. My kids were bookworms, and they would read these 500-page books and just go through them. And I had no idea what they're reading. So every once in a while, I wish somebody would have, you know, the time in their life to go through and make an IMBD parents version of books that so too, I wish as read. long
0: as they're Democrats doing uh, it. Democrats.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, it would be, they wouldn't put anything could, in there. Everything would choose. be oh, the Bible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the, put the Bible in there.
2: It does ruin the book or the movie though. Sometimes yeah. I would read the IMBD for parents before I watch it with my kids and I'm like, well, I know what's going to happen here and here because I read the whole list of naughty
0: things. But you know, I mean, that's the thing is you're there to have your kids. I am never, ever offended that my child learns. I am offended that you us- usurp my ability to have the conversation with my child. But when my child comes home and has come home, they have come home before with thoughts and ideas that I don't support. And it's an opportunity because you know what? I'm more influential with my children than other sources. And I want them to know how to navigate a world in which I'm not standing next Whoa, to them. I think that's important. And I agree with age appropriateness. But here's that's the thing I'm... that I know because that's the, the big red herring where we suddenly move on to the liberals want kids to be in some major. Right. A when a you it doesn't let exist the teacher talk <laughs> it doesn't about sex exist. with
1: third year or it, kindergartners yeah that's a problem it doesn't exist if it didn't exist then we should pass it on it wouldn't be controversial if it
0: you guys want the you want the cultural fodder. i don't know why ask yourselves no, if are we, your we just don't
1: want our teachers talking to our kids about sex below <sighs> third grade that's literally what that bill said Literally.
0: I have to say that I thought you would be more amenable than Greg Hughes. That is how. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
2: Mara's like, let's have Mike come in. Now, I don't know, I know. if Mara's going to say that That's again, right. but I've loved it. It's I love good. when people it's fight good. with Mara and Mara fights with other Mara's people. Mara's
1: tough to fight with because she's, she's a, she's a good mean, arguer.
2: She is. Were you on the debate team in high school? No, that was way
1: too disciplined, Way right? too disciplined.
2: <laughs> She's more freestyle fighter, MMA. I've had
1: to learn you just got to keep talking. You just got to keep talking, and eventually she'll stop, and you might get your point
0: in. I see you got cliff notes well, from Greg.
2: Yeah, well, this has been fun. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thanks, you guys.